say that pose no she says vogue <laughs> i don't know if she said pose at any i don't know point. i don't really know the song i'm not a madonna fan you're not a madonna fan but for some reason i felt like voguing during oh the theme song god not a madonna fan how could you not be a madonna fan i don't know sam how can you not be a madonna fan because i have taste <laughs> madonna always weirded me the fuck i've out. never been a fan i've never enjoyed her I mean, there are two... I'll, I'll take that back. There are two songs that I think aren't bad. I have a window open right next to me, so you guys might hear some outside noise. I still well, wonder if I should close the window. No, it'll get hot. What are the two songs that you don't mind? Uh, like a Prayer. Don't know what that is. The video, there's a black Jesus and she kisses him. It was super controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why. And then uh, take a bow. I think same era, era. Do you know that what the, the songs same era. are? Though like, I don't know. You wouldn't know them. You're right. I wouldn't know them. <laughs> the and only Madonna song I know is like a surgeon. That's the best Madonna song there is. <laughs> hey, cutting for the very first time. You know when I saw the man himself in concert? Did they do this when we saw him in concert? They played like a surgeon, talking about, you know, Mr. Weird Al himself. Uh, the keyboard player put on the cone bra that Madonna made famous, and he would come out in just the cone bra and, like, pants and dance on the stage next to Weird Al. I don't remember if that happened. I don't think it did at the concert you and I went to. I think by then, the keyboard player was like, I'm not fucking... Putting on the cone bra, I've done this enough. I've earned my place in this band, god damn it. God damn it. God damn it. So welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. Welcome. I am Michelle. I'm Sam. Are you trying to get sensual? I am sensual. Oh. But it, I didn't know you were in the mood. Draw the bath, put on some candles. Put listen, on some candles? Yep, yeah, and then set fire to some Sade and get groovy with yourself. Do you can you name one Sade song? Yeah, didn't she do that one song? Uh, I'm blue, double d, double da, double d, double da, double d, double da. is a smooth operator. Smooth operator. I'm blue, double d, double d, double da. You remember when that blue song came out? And it was actually popular, and it makes so no sense So listen to me. up, here's a story about a little... I don't know how it goes. That, really? There's a part in that song where they're not just saying blue? That's the very beginning of it. Uh, I just remember the video that was like a real shit CGI... Yeah, it's really awful. Looked like a fourth grader made it. It definitely looks even worse now. Oh, I bet. With how technology it, has it progressed. It bad then. I can't oh, imagine yeah, what it, it looks like now. It's really bad now. I remember going to, it was like an eighth grade dance. I don't think it was the eighth grade dance, but an eighth grade dance. An eighth grade dance. And I remember Phil Call. That's right, I'm saying names. Jesus. He was out in the lobby. Me too, Jesus. <laughs> don't say Jesus Christ. People know who we're talking about. Oh, well, I didn't say Christ. 
I could have been talking about my friend Jesus. Because that's Jesus. not Christ. I'm not friends with Christ. I remember, Sorry, guy. I remember going out into the lobby. And Phil was a Mormon. He was always very nice. He was always very polite. He never, he was never like shitty about anything. I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, I had to get away from that song. And actively talk shit about Blue, which was completely out of his norm. To just talk shit about something, Anything. really. Yeah, he was like, oh, this song is terrible. Yeah, I went to prom with him. <laughs> it's because neither one of us had dates and we were friends. I was fat and he was Mormon. So we were <laughs> like, so it was just like, hey, you want to go? Sure. I think that's the same dance that I carried a cup around and just asked people for money. I would just be like, hey, you got money? Can I have your money? And it totally fucking worked. Oh I made my like God. I made like thirteen dollars that night just asking people for money. You were rolling in it. Fuck yeah. Just Jeez. just the novelty of Sam walking around acting like I wasn't even acting like I was homeless. I was just like, hey, you probably got money. Give me some money. That junior prom is why I did not go to my senior prom. What happened at junior prom? Just because I just didn't enjoy it in general. Like no, I didn't prom was horrible. I didn't have like a bad time with even like the people that I was around, but I by the time I was a senior, I was like, I don't want to do that again. That's not fun. It was terrible. You spend so much money for one night and then you just hang out and you're hot and sweaty with a bunch of people that you don't <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I went to three proms, one out of high school. Just yeah. a year out. Because you and I left you, all three early. You dated a little girl. Uh, yeah, she was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> she desperately wanted to go to prom. Somehow even, you got in because you're e- like I was here last year. <laughs> even further, my brother went to prom in his thirties, late twenties. It would have been late twenties. Yes, yeah. and he said he had the time of his life. He was cutting up a rug. <laughs> God, he is so. He has been an old man forever. <laughs> <laughs> did you go to after prom where you got to play games and stuff? Yeah, I enjoyed that more than That's prom. That's way better. I had one of those machines where the dollar bills mm-hmm. fly up in the air and you're in the booth. I did. Oh yeah, maybe I did do Fuck, that. I did it like five times. It was great. Stick them in your bra. Did you put stuff in your bra? Yes, I was wearing a, it was a cone bra like Madonna, <laughs> <laughs> and I shoved them in there. Nice, uh, nice way of bringing that back. So, couple so, of critics podcast. What we do here is we share our differences in media with each other. And this album we listen, this album, this week we listen to an album. This album we listen to a week. That's what I was getting ready to say. Because I am uh, dyslexic. Don't tell the fucking world. What, that I'm backwards? I think everyone who listens to know. (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) Listens to this knows that I am not correct. (laughs) Okay, anyway, you were trying to say we listened to an album this week. <laughs> I'm getting worse at this. Okay, so yeah. So this week you gave me an album to listen to, or we separately listened to an album that you gave us. Sam, what did you give us? This week we listened to a little band I like to call <laughs> Rancid. <laughs> the album. A little band I like to call Rancid. The album called Let's Go. Second album. Second studio album, I should say. That's what I see. Guess what year it came out. Uh, I don't have to guess because I also have the Wikipedia up. And it came out. (laughs) Oh, my God. 1994. You sounded so confident about that at first and then choked. I was getting to the. You choked. 1994, the year that we seem to visit the most. Yeah, it's interesting. 1994 is our year. And it's weird because for most of the year, I was eight. 
You know what? I most of these albums that we picked that come from 1994, I wasn't listening to in 1994. No, not at all. I listened to maybe six years later, and then it was like, oh, I enjoy that era of music. Oh, I love the night, man. Mid 90s, right there in the middle. I love the 90s. I really do, and so do you. Yeah. Well, but you want to get the album started because there's 23 fucking songs on this? Yeah, but they're all like a minute or two That's long. That's true. It's 23 songs, and the album's only 44 minutes long. Well, let's let's get this rolling. All right. Here we let's go. Let's get this Jimmy rolling. Oh, that was a reference to our friend. He's going to be back on sometime in the future, in the near future we as well. We look forward to it, James Rolling. As long as his kids don't give us the coronavirus or anything. Don't give us the vid. <laughs> The vid one nine, that's what I'm calling it. Hey, I know someone who recently died from it, so that's it's so that's, fucking crazy. It's crazy. Would you say that this town is like the least shut down town that you know of? I don't really get out much. It's not shut down. People are out and about. That's what I hear. Restaurants are open for carry out. There was a picture circulating that I finally saw this morning in my news feed of a bunch of Young, like teenage kids congregating at a car wash in Greensburg. And someone drove by and took a picture and was just like, why is this not being enforced? Because Decatur County. Oh, yeah, Greensburg's on fucking lockdown. De- Decatur County is like, yeah, they have crazy numbers. It's the highest per capita in county the state. in the state. Yeah. And it's 15 miles away. They're on like a travel advisory. You know, like when it snows really bad and they're you put mm-hmm. on orange and red, they're on like. Are they on red by now? Like, yeah. Oh, don't yeah. Go the fuck anywhere. The only thing between them and Indianapolis, which is Marion County, is Shelby County. That that's not in the dark red. What the hell is Decatur County doing that gets them so? They're just <laughs> they're hillbilly idiots that just. This is. And I don't the, get no disease. I feel, and I, I don't know that this is fair, but I keep going to the mentality, and this just might be me being judgmental. But of Trump loving rednecks who watch Fox News and who believed for weeks when they were being told that this was a hoax, this was another thing, just like the impeachment trial and whatever, to be something to make Trump look bad. Trump was saying this at rallies. Like, this is something that was being preached outwardly on the number one news channel in the country that it was bullshit and that we don't need to care about it. So that was like embedded in people's brains that it's not going to happen to me. And it might not, but you might also have it and be carrying it to someone else. And that's the problem. And it's not even the oldest people. It's like parents. It's like 50 and 60 year olds are getting it the worst. Not even like 80 year old people. I live through seasonal colds. I can get, I ain't going to get no COVID. <sighs> Hail Trump. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a f- if fair, but it's, I mean, it seems like the number one news station is telling people to just go about your lives and ignore it. And then all of a sudden switching the tune and being like, no, I, I've thought that this was a pandemic before <laughs> they said it was a pandemic. Jesus Christ. If you stupid, like Trump stupid. and you listen to this, like if you really like him, not just you want your party to be in charge, why? Just why? <laughs> don't get it. You need to calm down. He's my president. Want... I voted for he's him. He's our president. It's it's fact. No, he's not yours. He's mine. <laughs> oh, then you can have him. But I, I think it's idiotic to be like, he is not my president. Yeah, he is. You're just not happy with what's happening. So do something about it. Get out and vote, guys. That's Jesus the whole point God. of this podcast. Is uh tricked you 
Get out and vote. <laughs> the whole time we've just been trying to get you to vote. Yeah, man. Get out and vote. Change the world. Mrs. Michelle pushes the glasses up on her bridge of her nose. Um, you should vote. I've been saying this whole time I'm dyslexic and don't know anything, but listen to me. <laughs> All right, let's start the album. Let's do this. First song is called Nihilism, and it's going to have a little intro deal where it's like... You want to know what the word nihilism makes me think of? Yes, I do. The Big Lebowski. Oh, it makes total sense. Oh, he's a nihilist. Yeah, they talk about it so much. Oh, must be exhausting. Uh huh. (laughs) There's so many jokes about nihilism that I feel like that was my introduction to what nihilism was. I think it was mine too. So, yeah, I hear this immediately. First thing I'm thinking, even though musically, it's nowhere close to the Big Lebowski. This has no comparison to CCR at all. No, not at all. I would say. But, yeah. He did not get a rancid tape stuck in his tape deck. <laughs> he did not. Oh, my God. And that part where he isn't paying attention and drops the joint in his lap. and Jumps the beer on his lap to put it out and then hits the dumpster. <laughs> the dumpster. That's my favorite part a good part. of the whole movie. But, yeah, nihilism makes me think of. So, I mean, I guess if anything... It's like, yeah, Big Lebowski. <laughs> Positivity. Now, did you do any research on this band at all? No. However, when I think of Rancid, my former manager, and who also co-signed on my car, is a huge Rancid fan. And like has always had her too bumper when... stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she's always been a huge fan. So I didn't, but I've always... It also makes me think of her. So it's been a positive experience. I will go ahead and say that from the beginning. So the main vocalist, Tim Armstrong, the one that sounds like he's drunk all the time. Yes. Right there. Stand up. You've actually heard a band that he was the singer for. Okay. Operation Ivy. Okay. I knew he sounded like extra familiar. Yeah. Aside from me just knowing one of their songs. He sounds way different on Rancid because this is many years of drug abuse Mm -hmm. and it literally had affected his brain, like his speech patterns. Are definitely weird. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, it's two guys from Operation Ivy. The bass player and Tim Armstrong, the singer. They, uh, they've stuck together like their entire musical career. So they are punk. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, that they've always done punk music. Yeah, they've always done punk. Or ska. They both love ska, too, because they've tried ska bands, and then they've tried like hardcore bands. But that, oh, all, they have. that all rides around the, the same, same punk yeah, mentality. Makes sense. But yeah, I mean, he's. It sounds like he's always stayed true to what he he loves. He's not trying to branch out and be like, "I'm gonna put out a country album." Or no, like some- but lately he's doing a thing called Tim Time Bomb and Friends. That's long. Continue. Yeah. Tim Time Bomb and, and Friends. It's, it's he's doing what every punk seems to do as they get old. They just go like, you know what? I'm gonna pick up an acoustic guitar and play like folk punk. Um, it, yeah, it's okay. still got like punk writing sensibility to it, but it's not. You know, it's not distorted guitars. Mm-hmm. It's not him. Oh, I was really hoping it was still that, just over folk it's, guitar. It's close. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he can help the slur and stuff because you watch interviews and he does say words. It's very weird. He's like, hey, you know, I was going to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you cannot find a definitive answer as to why, but everyone seems to think it's because he was so fucked up for a long time. That it literally affected his brain. And then there was another theory that he was dyslexic as a child, which fits into the podcast so far, and that that somehow affected his speech patterns, because the way he reads things is strange, so the way he says things 
is strange. But I'm voting that doing heroin all the time and having an intense alcohol problem can definitely affect your brain. I don't see how that's possible, but let's continue. <laughs> let's continue. <laughs> this next song is called Radio, and uh, he co-wrote this with Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. On Billy Joe's front porch. Did listening to Dookie recently put you in like a punk mood? Nope. I literally did a scramble the last time we recorded. I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't choose an album. We were like seven minutes before the end of the episode. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, we're Branson. <laughs> yeah, this sounds so 90s, but it's like uplifting punk. It's not like dark and like. It's like party punk. Yeah, I think that's a it's good like, way of putting it. I think Tim Armstrong's whole thing is like, get a group of friends and let's just have a good time, have good times, and get loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole song is about turning up the radio loud and just having a good time. Like the music itself is, the way it sounds is happy. It's not mm-hmm. like you said. It's not dark. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like Misfits. And it just has like a brightness to it. I think they actually play it like in a. Uh, punk they do a lot of power chords which is just you know like two mm-hmm. or three strings i think these guys actually play a lot of chords like full strummed chords which is not usually in the punk world full joe strummer chords absolutely isn't joe strummer dead i think so i think so too i watched a video of green day they bring tim armstrong out and they do an operation ivy song and then they do this song and Tim Armstrong fucks it up. He's a horrible guitar player. <laughs> Don't you know? Yes, Joe Strummer died at 50 years old. In- was it COVID? It was 18 <laughs> years ago. So it was COVID? It was definitely. It was, it was COVID 7? Uh, it may have been like three. <laughs> I have no idea. The way he sings is so weird. It's like this Boston English drunk. Uh. I don't know how to make sense of it. And sometimes it's put on more than other times. Like right there, you can understand it, but then sometimes he's like, Joe Strummer died from an undiagnosed congenital heart defect. A genital defect? Uh Uh-huh. So his balls were weird? (laughs) (laughs) I'm... uh I'm on record for saying all balls are weird. (laughs) They are. Put me down. (laughs) I think all genitals in general are fucking weird. None of them look good. (laughs) I think... I mean, we're talking about, like, the gross genitals. We're not talking about boobs. Boobs are awesome. But vaginas are awesome, too. No, they're ugly. Yes. But one can be uglier than the other. No, that's true. Just like a penis. No. A man can have a beautiful cock. Not me. It's I don't know that that's true. <laughs> it always looks like a little tremor. A little <laughs> ass blaster. A it is. Yeah, it is an ass blaster, technically. It can be. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about Rancid so far? Like, is there any... I think it's rotten. <laughs> It's rotten. Yeah, Johnny. So I, like I already said, it's like a positive feeling. It's bright. I think about, I think about Steph, which is like a positive thing for me. And uh, her friend, Becky, who married Mark Toast. Okay. And now they're expecting. 
And they were always big fans and would like, like do that, like sing songs to each other sometimes and talk about, oh my God, whoever is so hot from the band. And like, so it just, it, it just makes, I don't know, dude, I don't care about that, but I'm just saying like it. (laughs) I was trying to think of who would be hot from the band. (laughs) It's just like, it's just a positive thing for me. It puts me in a positive place mentally. And I think that you've given me different, I mean, we've listened to different kinds of different, like, I don't know what you would say, like genres of punk. And even like I brought a little to the table and it's, I don't know. I think that this is, it's not bad. So it's tolerable. It's not making you like, ah, fuck. It's not Symphony X in you. It's not Iced Earth in you. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't, I mean, I would say it's tolerable, but I don't dislike it. Okay. It's not bad. All right. Let's move on to a song Rancid likes to call. Sidekick. I mean, that's more accurate than everything else that you say. <laughs> oh, I love the bass player. I think Tim I like Armstrong, when you do it with your mouth the most. I think Tim Armstrong knew that this bass player is fucking awesome. It's like, I can't let go of this guy. He makes all my songs sound ten times okay, better. Okay, so I've not looked at the lyrics. I hear so many different things. Okay, I hear I'm very a, interested. I'm a midgetless sidekick. <laughs> okay. And then I'll have to let you know what the other one is when it happens again, because I can't remember, because I didn't write it down. But there's something else. Don't tell me what it is yet. Okay, I'll let you hear it again. See, let's do the slur. It's so weird. It's... I like the drums. The drums sound fucking awesome, and he's on point the whole time. Yeah, the drums are my favorite. Drums and bass are my favorite. Vigilant? Or visionless? Is it Vigilant Sidekick? I have no idea what's being said. I like Midgetless the most. Well, it's none of those. It's cl- you got close with Vigilant. It's I had a dream I was a Vigilante Sidekick. Vigilante? Yeah. That makes sense. My name is Tim. I'm a lesser known character. <laughs> yeah, that, that all makes sense once you say it, but I've not felt like looking it up because I wanted to wait and let you tell me what it actually is. Yeah, the song is like, it's, it's talking about programs to help people or like uh, a home that has nobody living in it's just like foreclosed or abandoned and then when people start using it like he says we can't have people living for free so then the cops come in and try to bust it up and then wolverine they say wolverine i don't know if they're actually talking about marvel's wolverine i assume so how many wolverines but, are there uh, two the animal and the one from marvel but it comes in and uh, inspired by the animal takes out the the man, yo. They're all about hating the man and like that's all helping punk. poor people and helping. It, it, see, there's in my mind there's two types. Well, there's more than two types, but there's the rancid way of like we're all a family, we all stick together, we help out our fellow man, and then you can have the inverse of punk, or just like I fucking hate everybody, leave me the fuck alone. And so I think that's why Rancid sounds happier because they're, it's about partying unity. and having a good time. A, I mean, fuck, there was a song called Unity from Operation Ivy. It's been this way for Tim for a long fucking time. And he stayed with the same record company for years, even though other record companies after this album tried to steal them. A record company that, ironically, Madonna uh, kind of ran. And uh, rumor has it that they were talking to record execs 
And they're like, well, what are you going to do for us to show us that you're down and you're going to actually do what's best for us? So they got one record executive who was not a punk at all to shave his head and do a mohawk and dye it blue. Dye it blue? And supposedly they got naked pictures from Madonna to come to the record company. Sure, that was simple. Easy. Yeah, you can just buy that book. Or you could just fucking call her up. Hey, Madonna, send me nudes. And then they didn't go with either of those people. They stayed with Epitaph. They just, no, we're going to stay here. Until he made his own record company called Hellcat Records, which is a subsidiary of Epitaph. So we're still basically with the same people. Do you think if Madonna was on The Masked Singer, she would get voted off early? I think so. I think that a lot of singers, if they went on The Masked Singer, would actually get voted off early. A lot of old singers, like Shaka Khan was on there and got voted off early because she sounds old. She doesn't sound the same anymore. She doesn't have what Shaka it takes. Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> Shaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Shaka Khan. <laughs> I'm glad you knew because I, all I got is. I feel for you. I think I love you. Let's move on. Salvation. Super drunk sounding Tim. I think he was still getting fucked up Whoa. at this point. I think he's like on a sober thing now, or at least not. Balls to the wall. And this is also a time when... Very rambly. That guy's got a big fucking beard, shaved head, and he wears like a fedora. At this time, it was like... Jean jacket with spikes all over it and a mohawk, you know, two feet tall or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the, the costume, as I like to call it. The character. Yeah. But it's, like I said earlier, it seems like old punks, they get to a point where they're just like, I'm just an old man now. Wanna get me a fedora? A suit? A brown, old-style, timey suit? Fedoras. <laughs> I've never enjoyed a fedora on a single person, ever. I have. Continue. Michael Jackson, Smooth Criminal. That's a fedora? I thought that was like a gangsta hat. Is a gangsta hat a fedora? I believe so. It's yeah. just that the wrong people wear them. He uses his fedora as a weapon in Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, the video game. And in life. You know, and in death. The video game Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, you know the game where the goal is to find children? Yeah. And then they go, Michael! Yeah, there are children who Joe Pesci stole. You gotta save those Joe Pesci stolen kids. I think Joe Pesci saved them. <laughs> Let me get you away from this monster. Ah, Michael! I used to play the shit out of that game. Yeah, you know where you rescued those girls from. There was always little Closets. girls. Yeah, in like gross neighborhoods with like rats and zombies and shit that you had to make dance with you. Yeah, you'd find them behind gravestones. That game was fucking hard. It was very hard. <laughs> I think I made it to, like, level three at all times, and that was it. And he'd go, Woo! <laughs> and blow pool ball dust into your face. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whoa! So as I listened to this album this time, my enjoyment went down. Really? Really. I, I don't really enjoy the... Uh, we're family style. I don't. I think it gets a little repetitive. Oh, it's very repetitive. Because in the beginning, 
there's more, it's more like uplifting. And after a while, it's kind of like, okay, but it's still, I mean, it's still nice to have more of like the bright sounds, I guess, because it's, I think it would be more boring if it wasn't, but I don't know. I think for me, I understand what you're saying, but for me, I want it to be darker. I want it to be angry. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember why I got into this album. It's probably just because of Bob like Rancid, and I was like, that means I like Rancid. Well, you liked Operation Ivy too, right? Or did you I go liked, backwards? Did no, you like this first? I, uh, I liked this first, and then I found out about Operation Ivy from already mentioned Phil Call. Really? Uh-huh. He liked Operation Ivy. And then I did the research, and I came in, and I said to Phil, hey, it turns out I already listened to this guy. It, here's Rancid. Listen to it. And he was like, this is horrible. <laughs> Listen to him. How he, what happened to his voice? I was just like, I don't know. And at that point, I didn't know that he was just fucked up on drugs all the time. Uh-huh. And Phil was not a fan. And the only thing Phil liked was the bass player. Because it was still the same bass player from Operation uh-huh. Ivy sounding like that bass player still. He does, he does like actual bass lines and interesting in-between things. Whereas a lot of bass players in any genre, it's just... Well, what's the guitar playing? I'm just going to play the root note of what they're doing. Basically just playing the same thing. This bass player will be like... Which is much more interesting and I think saves Rancid completely. If only people could see my dancing, my Ted dancing. You want to go to the next song? Yep. Yeah. It's called Tenderloin. It's also what I call Ted dancing. Mm, that Tenderloin... COVID-19's got me. Hilarious, Sam. I am quite funny, thank you. (laughs) Not when you do that. (laughs) Yeah, like by now, I'm already tired of it. Of the happy... It's almost like it seems like it's meant for people who... Like your coworker. I'm just happy all the time. I'm in a good mood. Whereas I'm like, no, I don't like most people. I want to be alone. Just let me brood, please. I always thought it was interesting that she liked punk. And then after actually hearing this, it makes sense that she would have liked this of all punk. It's like, it's boppy. Mm -hmm. It's really boppy. Yeah. Which it turns out I've grown tired of. It was a chore to listen to this album for me, and I chose it. Yeah, I was going to say, so you didn't listen to this before choosing it? No. I just knew it was an album. It's the only Rancid album I've ever listened to. And like I said, I just scrambled for something. And I almost chose a death metal album, but I was like, eh, I've done death metal a little too recently. We've been in a punk world for a little bit, like with Green Day. So let's do what I listen to. You know that you do like more than punk and metal, right? I do, but I, it's hard for me to think of it. It's hard for me to think of the band's punk and metal. Like, the band's punk and metal? Yes, it's hard for me to think of them. It's, well, it's a difficult... Every week that I'm supposed to choose, I am fucking lost for three days. Like, what the fuck? Because even when I'm trying to listen to music for myself and I'm not thinking about the podcast at all and I just want to listen to something, I draw blanks. And for some reason, the only bands that ever come up in my head... Are Metallica and Pantera. Look through, and your, I don't want to listen to that. Look through your record collection. What? My vinyl records? Yeah. 
That might give you some ideas. I'll end up listening to Johnny Paycheck. <laughs> uh, okay. No, I've never listened to that album. I only bought it because it said Johnny Paycheck, take this job and shove it. And it was a dollar. Other than that. So were you not familiar with the song before? I knew the song. Okay. I just thought it was funny to have a Johnny Paycheck album. Okay. And still the only reason I've kept it. These songs are so fucking short. Let's see. So far, the songs we've listened to, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, three minutes, and that one was a minute and a half. It's not... It's like they're going so fast and they're sticking to the intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, done. Yeah, we've already gotten through the two longest songs. Wow. Well, let's go. Title track. Yeah. And this one's very short. This is a minute and a half. Just flies. See, as we're doing this, I'm already like, God, I wish this fucking album would end. <laughs> and he's always, they're like storytellers too. It seems like they pull a lot from their life. Whereas the Misfits, it's all about like a horror movie. It's always horror based. Other bands I listen to, it's not really about their life. It's like, they see something and they write it about it. A lot of these songs are about like, I was homeless and this is what happened to me. Because he was homeless. <laughs> oh, I found out something interesting too. He was married to this girl. He started dating her when she was 16. And, uh, How she old was he, do you know? 32. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> she is in a band called The Distillers which was a punk band. And then I guess she started cheating on Tim with Josh Homme. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then they were married for 12 years, Josh and her. Wow. And now they're getting a divorce. They're done now, too. But she said that Tim Armstrong was very controlling and, like, didn't let her live her life as she saw fit. And then she was also addicted to methamphetamines. So she was just a fucking wreck while she was with uh, Mr. Armstrong, who is not related to Billy Joe Armstrong. Everyone thinks they're cousins. Oh, really? Yeah, just because of the last name and that they actually worked together. He asked Billy Joe to be in Rancid when they wrote Radio. He was like, hey, I need a second guitar player. Will you be in Rancid? Mm-hmm. And Billy Joe's like, uh, I don't think you've noticed, but I'm in one of the biggest bands right now. I mean, Dookie had come out by this point. So why the fuck would I be the second guitar player in Rancid when I'm the lead vocals and lead songwriter of a very popular band at this point who never stopped being popular? Speaking of Billy Joe, did you know he made a movie? No. A comedy movie? Is it bad? I've never seen it. What is it called? Do you know? I... Billy Joe's Laugh-Em-Ups? <laughs> it's called Billy Joe's Laugh-Em-Ups. <laughs> yeah, he wrote it. I don't know if he directed it, but he stars in it. He did the uh, soundtrack for it, did all the music. And it's a comedy about a guy who wanted to be in a band, but ended up doing the family thing and had a kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then for his 40th birthday, they decided it's, you need to just let loose, man. And so I guess he has like a big punk rock party. Okay. So. Jeez. At some point in this future, I've got to watch the Billy Joe Armstrong movie. I mean, we watched the we, fucking Fred Durst movie. We watched Fanatic. Oh, God. 
We sure did. Horrible movie. The best part about the movie Fanatic, and if you would like to see it, it is on Amazon Prime, is Devin Sawa. Yeah, everyone's acting is fucking awful in it, except for him. Yeah, he's the only person who's, like, normal. <laughs> it's it's horrid. It's pretty bad. And John Travolta's portrayal of a mentally handicapped person. I understand why people thought it was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His haircut is super <sighs> fucking weird. It's awful. <laughs> it's The directing is terrible. He shoves Limp Biscuit in there. For no fucking reason. Oh, yeah, that part was they're, awful. They're just driving around in a car. And he looks at his son. He's like, you like Limp Biscuit? Yeah, and listen to this. <laughs> and he like turns it up and it's like, Jesus Christ. Come on, Fred. Come he on. He couldn't have sucked his own dick harder. He couldn't have. <laughs> he really couldn't have. So I guess I just looked it up. There were two singles released from this album. Nihilism was the first yeah. single. And then what was the second one? Salvation. So we've listened to both singles already. We have. This album had a resurgence. It wasn't didn't chart uh, didn't chart when it was released. Okay. And then Offspring came out with their huge album. I think it was called Smash. Is that what it was? I have no idea. I think it's called Smash. I'll but look it's that up. The one that had a gotta keep separated. So then this huge punk resurgence happened. People that weren't into punk suddenly were, and then this album. After its release, a few like maybe almost a year, all of a sudden it got huge and reached like number ninety six on Billboard two hundred. Smash is correct, by the way. It's got the cover is like a skeleton. Yeah, and it had self esteem on it. What's what's self esteem? What is it? Does have got to get away as well? It doesn't have the come year. out and play. Come out and play. I don't know. You're asking. I, I I can't do these things fast enough. You're usually smart with songs, so you're like, yeah, it's this one. I mean, you knew Sade. That's because I know Sade, barely. That's because I know Sade. Well, that's because I know Sade. Um, you're asking me. Let's see. Let's go to this album. See, guys, this is how we do it. We gotta take our time. We gotta do what we can. This has got to get away. I don't recognize it from the title. I don't recognize it still. No. Okay, I'm starting to recognize it with the guitar. Get away. Come out and play. Oh, yeah, you um, gotta know this one. Yeah. I just didn't know it was called that. You gotta keep them separated. separated. <laughs> yeah, this makes sense. And then self esteem. I think I'd, I more so think of the, this song, I, I guess. I always think of you gotta keep them separated. I don't know. There's so many songs. And then uh, there's a pretty fly for, for a white guy, which I believe is. I can't believe someone else ripped off Weird Al and changed "Pretty Fly for a Rabbi" to some unfunny. Shit. I agree. It's it's not a good not a good sign. Let's move on with Rancid. Okay, as one. <laughs> uh, here it goes. 
Ooh, they got the little snake thing that Motorhead likes to use. It sounds like that was done on purpose. I swear that he writes too many lyrics for some things, and then in order to just fit it in, he just goes, Hillbilly. It's the dying fetus method where you write lyrics and you just go, Lazy. I mean, I say lazy, but I guess I I appreciate it more when someone is making a goofy sound versus just being like. <laughs> That's a goofy sound. No. No. <laughs> oh, listen to the echo. Some production quality. Yeah, I like the bass and the drums. The bass player is fucking killer. The bass and the drums are my favorite, but that's typically how it goes. They're the, the glue that holds the bands together. I like the balls of the band. Although most of the time I do talk shit about bass players. <laughs> <laughs> a good but you want them to be better. Yes, I love a good bass player. Let's just move on to Burn because I fucked that up. All the songs are so short. I don't, yeah, they're I'm really short. This is Burn. And with 23 tracks, it wouldn't hurt to have a, a couple that maybe flow into each other. There are. Let's go back on what I said about I get tired of this album fast now. I'm sure there are songs that bring you back here yeah, and there. There are, there are. Like this song. Because this. I think this is more angry. Even the, the musical composition. It sounds more pissed off. And I like pissed off when it's my punk and my metal. You like angst and your punk. Yeah. Like, that was the whole reason you got into it, because you were fucking angry. There's, yeah, there's definitely a, something that comes out when you listen to punk. Or something that's already coming out of you, which is why you turn to this sound. It's, it's oh, someone else is feeling this way too. And they can actually put it into words because I'm too young at this point where it's, I don't know how to say it with words. I can only hit things and break things. So when someone can actually artistically put it out, you're like, oh. That and poop humor, because I feel like when I was listening, when I got into punk, like my versions were like Dookie and Blink-182 and stuff like that, where it was more just about like jerking off and poop humor which is more my stuff just Michelle's teenage years <laughs> I, I've always liked poop humor and jerking off who does it uh porn addicts <laughs> they they enjoy it it just takes many tools lots of tinkering to get that where it needs to be So here we go. We're going to move on to the ballad of Jimmy and Johnny, which is a song I enjoy. It's almost like I enjoy the very beginning of the album, and then the middle gets me again, and then I'm sick of it again, and then I think by the end I'm just tired of it. Is it that it starts out sounding like grittier, or like that it sounds... 
Yeah, it's not as bright. Like it is, but it isn't. It's back to like power chords and just uh-huh. fast. I remember playing uh, a Tony Hawk game and listening to this a lot. Well, I know that it's made me hungry for Jimmy John's when I listen to this song. And a sub sandwich, and he brought it to you. <laughs> and those salt and vinegar chips, which ruined my day. Salt and vinegar chips ruin your day? Yeah, I had a bag of salt and vinegar chips from Jimmy John's because I bought some extra ones when I went because they're in the town that's in the red that we were talking about. <laughs> and they're not local. Like, And, uh... Yeah, it like ruined a Saturday for me, like a couple weekends or ago or something. I felt like shitty all day and queasy. Just fucked up your tummy. Mm-hmm. Because I can't enjoy the things that I enjoy because my stomach hates me. Ah, uh, the joys of getting older. It's super fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jimmy Jones is good. I've never enjoyed all Jimmy Jones. All kinds Jones. of ads. I've had Jimmy John's maybe twice, and I've never been. It was also a long time ago. A fan, and you've also corrected me because in my head, they serve it to me on a hot dog bun, and you're like, "There's no hot dog buns. What the fuck are you talking about?" So you got hot dog buns. I got to tell this story. Oh my god, it's so gross. (laughs) I work with this guy. He's fucking ridiculous. I'm not going to say his name. Oh, you'll say everyone else's name, but you won't say his name. All right, his name's Dave. I don't know his last name, so I can't even go that far. But uh, he cooks these horrible things. And uh, he came in to the paint booth. You should be a little more specific. You said that he has a plate that he cooks everything on and never cleans. He has. He has. It's a, It looks like a George Foreman grill, but it's actually meant for pizzas. Okay. But he cooks everything on it. Okay. Like he'll make anything on this. He cooks chicken and everything. He made me chicken one time that was actually pretty good. And the only reason I ate it is because I saw it being cooked. If he makes something and I'm not seeing it, or if he made it at home and brings it in, Mm -hmm. I will not fucking eat it. I've taken it from him because I know I'm going to crush his soul if I don't take it. And then I throw it away. Mm. And then he comes back over and he's like, it's pretty hot, wasn't it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was a scorcher. Just fucking lie to him. It was a scorcher. (laughs) Jesus, way to get on his level. (laughs) Well, he comes into the bait booth and he's like, Hey, Sam. Well, hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. He's like half Harry Carey now. <laughs> kind of does. And he says, Hey, I'm making some food. Uh, do you want any? And I say, Well, what is it? Because I'm not just going to say yes to anything. Like, even if you're an amazing cook, if you're making something I don't like, I don't want you to waste your time on me. It could be the best thing in that world but I'm not going to like it because I don't fucking like that. He says, well, it's like a, a biscuits and gravy. And I, it's and I, like. Yeah. And I really don't enjoy biscuits and gravy anyway. I've had maybe one that I've enjoyed because I don't like the way it makes. I don't like sauces with bread. You like soggy biscuits. I don't like, so, I don't put ketchup or mustard or anything like on a burger because I don't like the way it sogs up. Or a hot dog. The bread. Yeah. I don't, yeah, can't have bread and sauce together. And I'm like, ah, I'm fine, Dave. It's, I don't want any. I don't like biscuits and gravy, which I dodged a bullet on that one. I especially found out that I dodged a bullet because his version of biscuits and gravy 
was to use hot dog buns as the biscuits. They're the exact same, clearly. So he just made this soggy-ass fucking mess, and it turns out he also made his famous omelet, which is eggs with chopped-up hot dogs in it. That's fucking gross to me. Rednecks are the grossest people. They are. I said it. They are. And this man's breath, it literally made me almost puke yesterday. He was talking to me about two feet away, and I got a whiff, and I was like... Some mechanics are classy. He's not even a mechanic. What does he do? He's a parts manager. He just gets you parts. He's not a manager. He's a parts guy. So he's not in-house all the time? He just comes and goes? He's right next door. Not Literally, we can walk through a door, and there's Dave. Oh, I, I was driving in this morning, and I was listening to the radio, and... I didn't really like what was playing, and I was getting ready to change the station. But then Jukebox Hero came on, and I was like, hell yeah, and I turned that fucker up. <laughs> I've heard him listening to Jukebox Hero more than ten times. He's got stars in his eyes. Yeah, he does. Maybe he's we, got one guitar. And he, How many teeth does he have? I think he's got them all, but I think they're all rotting. Because the way, I mean... He's got horrible breath! I'm not innocent Ooh, I'm not innocent of not having bad breath myself, but that fucker has. You don't have visibly rotting breath. teeth. Death breath, like people talk about it. It's it's a thing. Do has anyone ever been like, hey, you want a piece of gum? I got some gum here. No, because I'm gonna say no one in that place carries gum. It was so bad that I went out to my van and I got gum for myself just to be like, I don't think my breath is smelling like this right now, but I just need some sort of different scent in my general nasal mouth area to just cleanse myself of what I just inhaled. Mechanic breath! <laughs> It'll blow you away! <laughs> no one has gum! And he literally talks like this. <laughs> I've done a character on this podcast for an ad where it was a talk show host just going... <laughs> Inspired by Dave. And it was Dave. (laughs) All right, let's move on. As soon as my fucking phone will turn on. God damn it. My phone has been laggy lately after I ordered the new one that has yet to come out. Yeah, they hit the switch Mm -hmm. at the main place. They apparently admitted to that. What? Are you serious? That they do, yeah, on older models that they will slow them down. What the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. After a while, yeah. Fuck you, every company out there that does bullshit like that. You build nothing to last anymore, and then it's called planned obsolescence. I knew that was a thing, but I didn't know they actually could go in and just make it that way. I knew they built things to break eventually. It's in their plan. The 5G towers! Uh, they're giving you a bid! They're giving All right. Let's move on to what Dave's breath is, a gunshot. I'd rather put my mouth on a gun yeah, it would just than put my mouth on his mouth from the sound of it. Ugh. I've told you about Dave in the past, and you've been like, this isn't a real person, you're just making this up. No. And as I've also discussed, oral hygiene is very important to me. As it should be. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a problem with people who want to get up in your... I, I had to deal with that when I was in the office before I started working from home. 
And there was this one lady in particular who would always come up and she'd get so close and like lean in next to me and be like, I need help with this. And she'd talk and she was a smoker and she would drink like soda and coffee and stuff all day and just the worst breath. She had gray teeth. I'm sure they're still gray. I'm sure they're not any better. I'm sure they're a darker shade of gray. She's got all 50 shades of gray in that fucking mouth. Oh, I was going to go Grateful Dead, but but you went with a 50 Shades of Grey movie. an erotic book. Eroticism. Gotcha! Gotcha! There's always harmony in punk, usually, which I think is interesting. It's because there's usually one guy in there that is, like, incredibly musically talented. In, in this band and he's not the lead singer usually not usually there's a guy in this band called his name is Lars Fredrickson he is the best instrumentalist in the band he sings a few songs on this album he's the best singer on this album and he's he's the reason Tim got cleaner I don't know if Tim's completely clean but he's the reason he was like, hey, dude, you can barely play guitar during shows. You need to get your You need to take a together. shower. You need to get clean. <laughs> I bet Tim Armstrong was a dirty-ass motherfucker. What's, what's he doing? He reached up as far as he could, and he was going to stretch down the wall with his claws hey, in the wall. The wall is not a scratching post. They all think that walls and... Uh, what are they? Window sills? Window trim and all of that stuff. It's all just scratching posts. It's all for, for me to fuck up. That's the worst part about cats. Absolutely. That's why people cut their knuckles off. <laughs> all right, we got one song and then we're going to take a break. One song, one song. I am the one song. It's that fucking bass player. I'm the one. It's the unity type sound that comes in again where it's just like a group. Of people oh, just yeah. yelling. Punks love that whole group. Uh huh. Hey, hey, hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unity. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. It's almost oi band style. Oi, oi, oi. See, and now I'm checking back out. Especially when Tim Armstrong, not only does his voice sound slurry and weird, He's off time a lot of the times. It's like the tempo is going like this, and he's half a beat behind. But I think he wants it that way. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I think it's on purpose. See, like that. <laughs> I don't know what is being said. I don't really either. I am the one, something about religion. I'm the one who's got a religion. I'm the one who couldn't take the knife or something. I read the lyrics to all these songs, and I think this one was about like committing suicide and then not being led into heaven or something like that. Yeah, that's how that works, guys. Don't kill yourself. If you want to go to heaven. Now, can you hire Kevorkian? To kill you and then you're good? No, because you're still... Got a hand in it? Yeah, you got a hand in your death. It's assisted suicide. It's still suicide. Hey, hey, hey! Which I believe in. 
If you can euthanize animals, why can't you euthanize humans who are like, kill me, kill me. Nothing to live for. I'm a fucking medical wreck. I am a vegetable, and I'm actually not talking to you, but I'm saying this in my head because I'm so sedated that I can't speak. So, Kevorkian, he built machines, right, that then the person themselves would initiate? Like, he'd build, like, a chemical machine that would administer the things, and he would, like, set it up for them, and then he would step back, and I think they would have to press, like, the button. I don't know. So that way he's not murdering them. He just... He still got... Was charged for it, though, wasn't he? I don't know. The only thing I know about Kevorkian is that he was Dr. Death, as they called him, and that there was a... Is a promoter named David Ryan Kevorkian, who uh, rips off bands all the fucking time. They've... and Instead of calling it euthanasia so much for humans, they've switched to the phrase dignity and dying and i totally support it i support it completely if you're actually your quality of life is horrible like due to some medical condition not if you're fucking like 16 and you're like i just don't want to live anymore yeah i don't even think depression should count because no if you're like deathbed yeah if you're just a fucking egg or if you're like i have cancer I don't have the money to like to fix this. It's just going to be prolonged, it, it and I'm going to be mi- miserable. Yeah, like I'm. I just found out like there's nothing they can do. I've I've said my goodbyes. I don't want to just wither and die and be in pain. Yeah. Then you might as well like go to somewhere you love with people you love and hit the fucking injection button and just I, sit there and go out with the people you like with dignity. I yeah. think that that's completely fine. I completely support that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but that's yeah. me. You want to go to break? I'm radical. I'm a new radical. Let's go to break. I've got the dreamer's disease. It's break time. We'll be back. We'll be right back. And now, a very important message from Abraham Goddamn Lincoln. That's right, I'm the scatting dead ex-president crack-smoking motherfucker they call Abraham Lincoln. Skip it up, rip, scream, scream, bow. Oh yeah, if you want to hear me scat some more, just listen to the Abraham Lincoln Crack Emporium Show. There's no, there's no scatting on the Abraham Lincoln Crack no, Emporium I, Show. I'm hoping that somebody does like scatting, then they'll get tricked. It's, it's not fair to trick people, you yeah. should You want... Genuine fans, this makes no sense. Just fuck that we shit. We should have done like a little sample of what the podcast really is. So well, they get, you know, true fans. I We will have true fans once they uh, get in for the scat and then they realize there's none. Maybe they'll keep listening. They will have true fans. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Uh, no. Nobody keeps listening to something when they're not talking about the thing that they signed up to listen to. Just let me try my tactics for once. Can you just oh, let me God. be myself for once? I'm just a poor old president oh, come smoking on. crack and trying to get a fan base, you fucking dick. I'm not being a dick. I'm yeah, just telling you, you how things are. This is the worst ad we've no. ever done. This isn't the worst ad. The worst yes, thing about is. it is that you keep naysaying me, you I'm, piece of shit. I'm being honest. Like, You're a piece of on, shit. Come on, don't yell at me. This is dumb. I'm We're, trying to get things this done. This is stupid. Stop. You're get, stupid. God damn it, Fuck you, man. I'm fucking leaving. 
Fuck you. Bye. Fuck you. No, fuck you, man. Oh, come I'm on. I'm sick of it. Come on, sit back in the microphone. No. Come on, we gotta finish the end. No, we don't. I'm Please, gone. please, I'll be nice. No, you won't. All right, I won't. Yeah. I'm fine. You're this is asshole. over. I quit. God. I'm done. I quit too. Wrap it up. Oh, this I is said dumb. wrap it up. You're a baby. Oh. I've heard this song. Yep. Because this is Operation Ivy. Yep. I wanted to play it so we could hear the. Uh... That used to be Tim Armstrong's voice. You can hear the gravel. Yeah, it's it's very different though. I enjoy it so much more. And like, this is even happier than Rancid, but it's like ska, so it's like, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy it more. Yeah, it seems more interesting for a longer period of time. And funny, this is Sound System, and then they have the song Radio. So he's been talking about the same shit for a long time. Yeah, it's true. Welcome back. Welcome back to Zip Podcast. Zip Podcast. I am Sigmund Freud. I'm Michelle. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Let's get back into this album by Rancid called Let's Go. So let's go to Gave It Away. Gave It Away. Gave It Away, Gave It Away, Gave It Away now. Oh. Oh, it's gonna be my first one. <laughs> that was beautiful. That sound was perfect. Oh, God. oh you got to sit back in it. Oh man. I'm, I can back up, so that's what I'm doing. It's <laughs> not far, but it's like Dave's breath. <laughs> I can't wait to smell it. <laughs> Gave it away. Been a farting machine. Gave it away. Basically all week. Yeah. Is your gut bacteria changing? I guess. Or is it because you ate Skyline Chili all week? That's probably a big thing to do with it. Yeah, it's probably part Ooh, of it. Skyline Chili. And cheese. Oh, yeah. Chili and cheese. <laughs> it's a deadly combo that only one person can enjoy. Me. Do you kind of like your farts sometimes? <laughs> I think we all savor our flavor. (laughs) It's like when it's really bad, it almost makes you proud. (laughs) Yeah, but you can always handle it more than someone else's, but I think it's because you... What the fuck? You know that it's coming out of someone's ass. You trust your asshole more than anyone else's, because it's yours. (laughs) We moved on to the next song, by the way, called Ghetto Box. That's what... Hear this guy's voice? That's what you call my vagina. (laughs) (laughs) The ghetto box. In the ghetto. In the ghetto. That's that's what my my cleef sound like? My Lee Van Cleef sound like that. Listen to the guy's voice, goddammit. I wanted to talk about... Because this is a different guy singing. And it's Molly Hatchet voice. When it comes back... But it's the bass player. Well, now it's Tim. Here we go. It's noticeably different. 
I don't hear Molly Hatchet so much, though. You don't listen to a lot of Molly Hatchet? No, I Does anyone know any other not. Molly Hatchet song besides... Well, I'm traveling down the road and up flirting with disaster. I mean, people have to, right? They have... They they have popularity, yeah, so... they're a big band. I, I will do some Molly Hatchet due diligence... And I will at least look up what they have to offer. Okay. In the meantime, we're going to listen to Harry Bridges, and then we're going to get some taste of Molly Hatchet. Harry Bridges is also what you call my vagina. (laughs) (laughs) I looked it up. I guess Harry Bridges was like the first president of a national union for workers. Historical. Historical indeed. That's like someone else I know. Honest Abe. That son of a bitch. You know him. I know him because we produced the podcast. He comes in, he smokes crack in our fucking house. He knows I'm on probation. He's putting you in danger. And supposedly he's working on his own Batman fan film. Don't tell the internet, though. They get mad about stuff. <laughs> Fuck the internet. You're still on the internet, even if you're not on social media. I check into social media every once in a while. I just don't post. And then it reminds me of why I don't. I understand. Yesterday it irritated the shit out of me, and I was off it for a big chunk of the day. It's... it's it's everybody trying to be clever or snarky, and 90% of them are not clever nor snarky in a funny way. I'm fine with snark as long as it's funny. What about what about someone who, for years, is an adult and has two children and spells people P-E-A-P-L-E? <laughs> and even after you correct them, and they correct their post because it's been driving you insane for years... <laughs> When they start using that word again, or spelling it wrong again, how do you not know how to spell people? It's a word we see all the time. Who doesn't know how to spell it? It's in the goddamn Constitution. (laughs) It's the third word. (laughs) And most cell phones will help you spell words. So I don't know why you're fighting the (laughs) suggestions of the cell phone. Do you think it went like this? It's trying to tell me there's an O in the word people. Well, that's obviously wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's P. It's not Piapple, <laughs> which actually I like to pronounce words as they're spelled sometimes just to be ridiculous. And Piapple is one that I will use. We the Piapple. We the Piapple. Uh, I've told the story about the pea brain thing, right? When I was like in first grade. I don't know, Sam. Where the kids were, all the children were supposed to draw. Like It was a phrase. And my phrase was pea brain. And I took it as you telling your brain to pee. (laughs) Pea brain? Yes. So I drew a man standing at a urinal with his head like lifted open like a lid, and pee was and you could see the brain, and pee was coming out from the brain and going into the urinal. And the teacher walked up and was like, Well, what? (laughs) That's not what that means. It's like a small brain. (laughs) And I was just like, Oh, <laughs> like a pea. That's hilarious, though. I would not have known what to do. 
<laughs> I remember my the, the braid taking a pee was drawn beautifully. <laughs> and then my pee brain one was drawn in like two minutes. Oh I just God. didn't care. How old were you? Do you remember? I was very young. It was like first grade, second grade. Okay. Well, let's listen oh, we to... Molly Hatchet? We're going to check out, because obviously as what's provided on this Google Play, the first song is, of course, Flirting with Disaster. It's gotta be. So we have the second song is Whiskey Man. So far it sounds like Flirting with Disaster. You could have played this one now. I would have been like, is this Molly Hatchet? Bar, Bar music. Man. Yeah. Jesus. And it is called Whiskey Man. What's going to happen? Nothing's happening. All right, I'm done. Uh, Bounty Hunter? <laughs> Ooh, is this about Boba Fett? It's just going to be all southern rock. And tons of long intros. Hell yeah! Sounds kind of like Johnny Winter. I don't like it. (laughs) It's like what I expect, though, to be honest. Like I said, if you would have played me any of those songs, I'd have been like, this is Molly Hatcher, right? Let the good times roll. Is it the popular version of Let the Good Times Roll? We'll find out together. You know, Southern rock bands and all those blues bands, they all play the same songs and it's their version. Hate it. Wow. We've all got to blow our load. (laughs) He's not wrong. We were just talking about jerking off not that long ago. No, this is not the popular version. They do not stray from their sound at all. No, not at all. It's it's just all the same. That's Indiana State Fair Central. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> As you can tell, we have a prejudice against people who are rednecks. Rednecks. I tend to not like rednecks. Because they're proud of their ignorance. Even if they're not ignorant, I still just don't like it. <laughs> they're usually proud of their ignorance. They're like, no, this this Confederate flag doesn't represent anything negative. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's, it's literally treason, but let's continue. <laughs> let's move on with Rancid. Black and blue, baby. This might be a song that Lars Fredrickson sings. I said the wrong word. No, wait, no, I didn't. No, this is Molly Hatcher guy. Yeah, I guess I just got us in the mood for Molly Hatcher because... It's more Molly Hatchet on this song than it was. Yeah, it really is, but I feel like we really got prepped. Group 
buckles, scrimp buckles, scrimp buckles, yeah, yeah. What is the song? Black and blue. Okay. Screaming, we're screaming. Oh, yeah, after Harry Bridges. I had to figure out who sang this song by watching a live video of them performing it. Is it not a combo? I mean, they all do groove vocals and stuff, but... I mean, how often do Tim and the bass player, is that what you said, trade off? Three of them trade off. Oh, okay. Lars Fredrickson, Fredrickson, their guitar player, who, in my opinion, is the best musician in the band. And then Tim Armstrong is the main vocals, lead guy. And then this bass player, he gets a song every once in a while. But Tim always makes an appearance on every song, like right now. Oh. Only went the gravel. Oh. <laughs> Molly Hatchet. I like Molly Hatchet. I used to play a racing game. It's called like NASCAR or something. I don't even know why I was playing it. Because it was fun, no, I assume? It, it was a demo. They used to, PlayStation used to send out these discs when you bought your PlayStation. And it would have like nine games on it, but it was only like a level or two from each game. Interesting. Did they ever turn into anything, do you know? Like, they were actual games. God damn it. They were actual games. I mean, but do you think that... Oh, so it was just trying to get you to buy. Yeah, it was just like, here's a sample of this game. Oh, okay. Uh, please buy it. This racing game only played... Uh, Molly Hatchet. Just over and over? Just over and over Like again. one song or yeah, multiple songs? you know, the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just remember, anytime I hear, I can think of is this fucking racing game. It also had this game on it called iCube that I would fucking love to have, but I cannot find it. And it was, it was like a puzzle game. You were a man... Walking on these cubes, it was just like free floating in space, and the cubes would come at you like they would roll over one side at a time and come at you, mm-hmm. and you would have to find the path to walk through and not get crushed. And if you took a wrong way, it would land on you. Mm-hmm. And it only had one level on it, and I fucking loved it. <clears throat> and I don't know why nobody's not making this as like a. It didn't a, mean a it as much game? to other people. I guess not, but I think it would be a really fun puzzle game. Because I remember loving it, and it only had the one level. But I played it all the fucking time. So, speaking of racing, do you think that Molly Hatchet also played a racing game since they were from the South? <laughs> <laughs> yep, they played a racist game. All right. Let's go to St. Mary, which already started, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> trying to find a song that Lars sings. Who is Lars? He's the second guitar player. He was he was brought in on this album that he's been in ever since. Okay. I usually like people with the name Lars. Here you go. This is Lars. He has the least ruined voice. It sounds like he's he's talented. Everyone, if you're a Rancid fan, most of the time you're like, yeah, Lars is fucking awesome. He's in another band called Tiger Army that people fucking love. People love tigers right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his voice is refreshing on this because he's enunciating words. He's still got a gravel to his voice, but it's it's talented still. He's Mm -hmm. hitting notes. He's on time. It doesn't sound like he's straining like others maybe. No. 
like Tim. Oh, Tim's a fucking mess. I read something in a forum yesterday about how Tim literally had to have someone help him go to the bathroom at venues because he was so fucked up. They would have to like pick him up, take him to the toilet, and, like hold him up so he could pee. So someone would have to like get his dick out for him. It was that far, but maybe. And here's Tim. This album's funny, too, because they do so many pop kind of things. Like, there's tambourine every once in a while, and then these. The communal claps. <laughs> yeah. Still don't enjoy the happiness of it all. <laughs> I don't like happy in my music. Why do you, Yeah, why? I don't know. I'm not sure. All my favorite bands sound tortured. Like Alice in Chains. It sounds tortured. Mm-hmm. Pantera, yeah. at times, it sounds tortured, especially their darkest stuff. It's fucking tortured. Or I like it about horror stuff. Like well, That's why I love the Misfits well, so much. Torture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of torture, let's listen to the next song. Dope Sick Girl. Let's <laughs> let bass player go. Rip me off. Yeah. What about this song? It's still kind of. It still definitely has like a more uppity sound, I guess. I don't like saying uppity because it sounds like prissy. It sounds like something different than what I mean. But yeah, it's like the brightness. I, it's not. I think if I heard it by itself, I wouldn't be so critical of it. It's just. When it's now, next to everything else. 17 songs in, I'm just like, can we can we change it up just a little bit? And I like death metal, but I'm getting that way with death metal now too. Can we please change it up? Like, it seems like when it's the same thing over and over and over again. And you're acting like, I just wrote a new song. Like, Did you? Did you really? <laughs> But I also think that with this band, it's more about the lyrics. Because they're all in a general area, but they are different aspects of like homelessness and unity. They're just taking different sections of each. So, I don't know. And I think I can handle repetitiveness more when it's evil. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like horror movies. They can keep putting out the same basic horror movie, and I'll be fine. Just put him in a mask, give him a knife, and have him kill teenagers, and I'm cool. I don't need any crazy storylines. Just I don't need any storyline. It's when we start making a masked guy eat a heart and not be in the movie for most of it. I'm talking about Jason Goes to Hell. Horrid. I don't know, Sam. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to international cover-up. Okay. I like this song. 
This is when I like Tim Armstrong's voice. He's still in time. Yeah, that's a so classic punk sound. Like, yeah. And I like that. International cover up. What it's like, what it's like. This part, I like. Like, I'm back in. Oh, yeah. Like you said, I can still enjoy it because I love the drum tones. I like the way he plays, but I also like the tones. Yeah. The kick drum's not super loud. It's not super high-endy. You know, that click that you often talk about with metal? Yeah. It's actually beefy and has a low end to it. Mm-hmm. I think his snare sounds amazing, and I would love for my to snare to sound like that. I definitely prefer a lot of punk percussion over metal percussion. Well, with punk, they're not going so fast that they have to put that high end in it so you can even hear it. If you don't put that high end on a kick drum going, it'll just sound like a low rumble. So they have to put that fucking click in it so you can hear each individual hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get you don't enjoy it, but that's why they do it. You know, they said back in the day when they kind of attribute that sound to yeah. Vinnie Paul from Pantera. Uh-huh. They said that he actually taped like uh, half dollars to his kick drum. So when he would hit the kick drum, it was actually metal hitting the kick drum. I'm sorry. I was looking through this notebook that I've used on other podcasts. Yeah. Because I'm using like the backside of pages for things. And I found this whole page of butthole face characters. Let's check this out. I'm going to describe what I see. Okay. Top left, we have a man with a butthole face, like you said. Okay. Wearing a suit, it looks like. He's got a suit and a tie. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He's a successful man. The man on the right looks like he's got a beard. I don't know if that was intentional, but it looks like he's got a beard. Yeah, he has a... He looks like Bart Simpson with a beard and a butthole face. Okay. We've got a cat who seems to be a car at the same time because okay. he's got wheels for feet. Okay. And it says meow on the side of it with a butthole face. <laughs> Uh, we've got a, looks like a school marm to me. What? <laughs> school marm. you never heard that? No. An old timey school teacher or a school teacher in general. She's got a well, classic dress yeah, on. That makes sense. A school marm? With the marm? buttons going down the front. Yeah, school marm was like the schoolhouse way back in the day. A schoolhouse. Uh, she's got curly hair and uh, surprise, surprise, a butthole face <laughs> next to a flower, which doesn't have a butthole on it. Then you got... It looks like a fancy lady in a fancy dress with, like, 50s bebop hair. Oh, yeah. With a butthole face. She's going to get a milkshake with her boyfriend (laughs) at the diner. And then we've got three random things that I don't know what they're supposed to be. They're toys. They're toys. Well, one that looks like a tree topper for a Christmas tree, because it's a star, Uh with a butthole face. Okay. And then, to me, this looks like a lava lamp. Right there? Sure. With a butthole face? I think it looks like a butt plug with a butthole face. And then, for some reason, this last one reminds me of Mac Tonight. I don't know if you remember him. Who doesn't? He was the moon man for McDonald's. He was basically Ray Charles, but he was a moon. Uh Uh-huh. But this one... Has a butthole face. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Nostalgic. That needs to go up on the page. (laughs) 
Let's move on in our solidarity to butthole faces. There is a flower without a butthole face. Yeah, I brought up the flower. She's next. It's next to the school marm. That's true. They'll have squiggly hands and feet. Cause I'll draw appendages. Is that group vocals to the max? Uh, yeah, a lot. When I was in that sound school for eight weeks, there was a band recording in the studio next door. Mm-hmm. And they needed group vocals for a song. And they got like 12 of us in there to do these group vocals. And I remember their method was, all right, let's try it. And then we all did it. And then the guy got on the speaker and he was like, you all sound like wimps. He's like, do Y'all it. sound like wimps. Do it with some fucking balls. So then we took take two. And then he came back on the speaker and was like, seriously, are you guys pussies? Because we need this to sound fucking real. Like he was yelling at us. And kind of made us mad. So by the third time, we were all like, oh, yeah, you son of a bitch. And that's what he wanted. And he did. He brought us in. He was like, would you like to hear all three? So I can, I know I was being mean, but I was doing that on purpose to get you amped up. And he was right. The first one, we were like, ah. By the third one, we were all like, ah! <laughs> Totally worked. Those were good times. Just like dance moms. They're just doing what they have to do. To get their daughters Fucking to be perfect. Moms. What's the what's the <laughs> show you were watching? You said you were gonna go to bed and start watching last night. I don't remember. Oh, uh, Married at First Married Sight. Married at First Sight. Yeah, I'm on the new season. <laughs> it came out on Hulu. I enjoy it. It's crap TV. It's, it's no part of the garbage TV that I enjoy. Garbage TV. And it's people who are matched by uh Specialists, whatever the fuck they're called. Really? Experts. Huh. And they match them based on their personalities. And uh, they meet when they are at the... F- when the fucking bride is coming down the aisle. And does it show the aftermath? Oh, yeah. Does it ever work out? Yeah. There are people who have, like, made babies and huh. are like, yeah, they, it was chosen right. I mean, it's essentially like a modern arranged marriage. But yeah. people... People use like dating websites and stuff all the time where they put their information in and then the fucking algorithm picks people based on information that was put in. It's the same sort of situation, only they're taking it a step further and they actually get married. And then I'm hoping that there is the inverse where it does not work out. Yeah, that happens a lot of times too. That's about half the time. Beautiful. What a beautiful world we live in. It does make more sense to do an arranged marriage in that way than just our family before either of you were born decided that we will become a union eventually. And a lot of times it's a situation where it'll be a girl who's like, I just pick the wrong person for me all of the time. Or I just pick the person who's like unavailable or like I just like I've got my head on straight. I just can't find someone who's right for me. I always pick someone who's like toxic. All right, you want to move on? Yeah. Let's go to midnight. Tim Armstrong going messy again. (laughs) We just had a mailman visit us. I almost was going to be an asshole and be like, Hey, bud, you want to come in and talk? (laughs) No, he doesn't. No, social distancing, you asshole. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's highly susceptible to COVID nineteen. 
I know that uh, the place that we get supplies from at work, they're wiping down everything with disinfectant wipes before they put it in the box. And then now I have to also wipe them down when you with get gloves them. on when I get them, which is annoying to me. But I guess I'm trying to follow the rules. Yeah. I, I don't care if I get sick, but I do care if someone else gets sick. That's because no matter what their age, but I'm afraid like I don't want to give it to someone who it will fucking kill. Yeah. Because <laughs> I probably wouldn't die, but I would definitely get sick. Yeah. I'm sure I would get sick. I don't know. Although for the past two weeks, I've been thinking, am I one of those asymptomatic people who's just... You cleaned the bathroom after me when I had the norovirus and you didn't even feel bad at all. Nope. And you never get sick from me. I rarely get sick at all. Yeah. When I do, I'm fucking sick. But I think like you, you just said, feel it's just it. That I've never, I'm never sick, so you're not used to it. So when you feel it, it, yeah. it feels more intense. And then there's those, that thing that they say about men too, where it's like, what's it called? It's uh, is it man flu? Something like that. Something where it's like we're just turning to big puss ass babies. <laughs> you're just not used to pain on a normal basis like women are. That's very true as well. Where you, I mean, every month and sometimes throughout the month. We are dealing with pain. Like we're getting sucker punched in the gut and we have to keep going and act like nothing happened. You're trained for pain. Mm-hmm. In many ways. Backhands, guttural stuff, all of it. I'm sure I'm bad too, but I know that when I've been around my brother when he's sick, I get so fucking annoyed because you can hear him from the other room going, See, I don't even do that when, uh-huh. unless like I'm I, uh-huh. unless I'm going to like puke. Yeah, no. You're, he just does it. He just does it because he, like wants he wants everyone to know that he's know sick. That I'm sick. <laughs> I definitely think that there is a thing where men do act a little more pitiful. I'm sure. Where I'm just kind of like, because you'll be like, "Do you need anything?" And I'll be like, "No, I'm just gonna go to sleep." Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need to be babied unless no, I don't. just need you to pick something up from the store because I can't physically go get it. That's the only thing. Yeah. Like I don't need you to like comfort me or anything like that. Do you need a cold compress? <laughs> no. We close the door. Just get out of the fucking room. <laughs> Can I come in here and play golf while you're sick? Well, that hasn't happened yet, but we'll see what happens. If Will you, you go sleep on the couch so I can uh, play <laughs> golf in here? I would move the PlayStation. I might want to get out of bed for a bit. That's true. Sometimes I hate being in the same spot all day. I've been playing the shit out of 2004 Tiger Woods PGA Tour. Ooh, Tiger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's before he was No, he, that was when disgraced. he was... He was in action then. He was in... he wasn't found out. <laughs> he was in action. All right, you want to go on a motorcycle ride? Let's go. Vroom, vroom. I'm going to go check the mail real fast. Please. Michelle's going to go check the mail. I'm going to sit here and talk. I'm going to say it again, though. I'm so sick of this fucking album already. We have two more songs after this, and I can't wait till it's done. Thank you. I've received a very special package. I'm not going to tell you it's what it penis. is. It's my penis. Michelle gave me her penis. I had to order it from somewhere else, though. It's weird. (laughs) God, the hospital just cannot stop sending me bills. Is this another bill? Yeah. Oh, this is the older one that I had. Fucking hospital. 
Yeah, I got a uh, right under $1,800 bill for having to go and get fluids and a little bit of medicine from the hospital because that's and that's after insurance covered like 500 bucks of it Jesus Christ I'm glad I never really ever go to the hospital I feel like I should have just let myself die of dehydration it's not, it's <laughs> truly not worth it to have to be in debt almost two grand because Damn, you got so sick I know you're I know you're exaggerating, but your life is worth way no, more than two oh, I, I know you think that for some reason, but my, my life is not worth that at all. Not even a grand. You're worth at least the amount that you make in a year, which yeah. is more than 2000 And my life insurance policy. Yeah. I'm definitely worth more dead than alive. That's for goddamn oh, sure. Well, that's good to know. I'm doing... Uh, tr- I've watched... I've watched many episodes... Of that show, or it was like murderous affairs or something. Because <laughs> I love putting on trash when I work. I'm gonna say that's less trash to me than married at first sight. <laughs> it's all trash. But it's much more interesting to watch something about murder where they're trying to get the life insurance policy and run off with their Morocco boyfriend. I have a season of 90 Day Fiance waiting on me as well. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> What's 90 Day Fiance? I can't figure out what that means from the... That's the one where they meet someone typically online overseas, and then they get a visa, which is good for 90 days, and if they get married within that 90 days, then they can stay. If not, <coughs> they have to go back home. Okay, that makes sense. So they actually do meet face to face. A lot of times they have actually like someone has traveled overseas and they have actually met because there's also a 90 day fiance before the 90 days where they decide where they'll like meet for the first time and then decide if they actually want to like go through with the visa process because 90 day fiance was so popular and is popular. Gotcha. (laughs) It's trash. It's total trash. Trust me. I watch all kinds of drama stuff. I watch like, but I like trash too. I like all of it. And it's been like that since day one with us because you were. I loved watching VH1. Flavor of love. And just VH1 trash. (laughs) When they started getting real heavy in that trash TV, surreal life, all of that. I was in. In completely. And you were too. I loved Flavor of Love. And fu- I watched Celebrity uh, Rehab. and Yes, I watched that. And I watched... Uh, you watched Surreal Life a little Brent bit. Michael's one? Rock of Love. Rock of Love. And fucking <laughs> I Love New York or whatever. Yeah, I watched that too. <laughs> it was beautiful garbage. Rock of Love was so funny because I remember one episode where the date was to like go out on a dune buggy. And uh, the girl was driving the dune buggy, and Brett Michaels famously has diabetes problems. And he was like, hey, we got to stop. I'm I'm not feeling very good. I got to take a break. And she was just like, well, let me just go around one more time. And she just like took off in the dune buggy and was like going over all these hills and shit. And Brett Michaels was just in the passenger seat, miserable, like he's dying. And this girl good. just didn't care. And he voted her off that episode, I believe, because he was like, yeah, he's like she obviously didn't... does not give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what, you got diabetes and you're physically ill? This dune buggy's really fun, though. You know, you could have just been like, here, I'll drop you off, and I'm going to go around one more time while the medics take care of you, because there's obviously nothing I'm going to fucking do. I might as well get out of the way and go away on this dune buggy. 
Little Dune Buggy. All right. You ready? Yeah, Let's I am. Move on to the second to last song. It's called yeah. Name. I like this song. <laughs> kick drum. Love the kick drum tone. And that bass, once again, the bass player killing it. Um. It's just slur madness. Mm-hmm, it is. And they put a distortion on it for this song. And you know what? Now that I'm listening to it, actually, I really only like the part that goes, You don't know my name. Yeah, they slow it down quite a bit. What do you have there? Not a goddamn thing I'm talking about on the microphone. Oh, that's right. I forgot what it was. It's it's a it's a butt plug. It's a butt plug with a butthole face. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! I designed it for you. Thank you, my dear. You're so kind. You'll 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 see how kind I am. Yeah, that song's fucking boring. <laughs> I'm wearing something stupid. Must be exciting for people to listen to me open mail and not pay attention to the podcast in any way, shape, or form. Now they get to hear a little of the song and make a decision for themselves, since we're usually talking about stuff that has nothing to do with the music. Well, half the time, the bands I bring up, it's like you can get what the music's about in two fucking songs, and it's just listening to the same thing for the rest of the fucking podcast. I'm kind of surprised that this doesn't have more of the communal singing. I'm kind of surprised that that song was just solo, to be honest. I'm fine without the communal singing. It gets on my fucking nerves. Well, yeah, I just I, it sounds like that's a song to me would've that been. it would have been. Now I'm tired of communal singing. I love communal sinning. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the last goddamn song, finally. 23. 23 fucking songs. Here's the 23rd. Seven years down, which is basically the amount of time it's felt like I've been listening to this goddamn thing. All right. I'm not sure I've ever talked so down on an album that I've brought to the table. Really? I think I've I've gone to the realm of I understand how this can be misery to you, but I still love it. No, I mean, you have changed your mind. I can't think specifically, like I can't remember what it was, but I feel like this sort of thing has happened before. Maybe I can't remember. Same thing over and over and over. Yeah, I understand maybe feeling like you need to fill, like, have more songs because they're so short. But they don't, there's not enough differentiation between the songs and the sounds that I don't think you need 23 versions of nearly the same thing. 14 would have been just fine because there are bands that I listen to. 
I know they were going for length, like, well, we got to have at least 44 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I I listen to bands that their albums are only 23 minutes long, and I'm fine with that. If it's if it's awesome for 23 minutes, yeah. I'd rather it be that than mediocre for 44 minutes. It just makes more sense to me to just give the good stuff, no matter how long the timing is. that bass player go? No! Would you agree, though, that it just makes more sense to give me a short amount of time of awesome? I always think so. Instead of just putting filler in, I mean, we always kind of talk down on filler. Yeah. And that it's not necessary. I would rather it even be considered an EP if it has to. Because you can't force, you can't force excellence in like in creativity necessarily. Shouldn't have to. I mean, some forty one said it best: "All killer, no filler." God damn it! I can't believe that you gave them credit at all for anything, doing anything best. I just remember that title was the the name of an album that they came out with. I remember it was in, I think it was Kirk's car. I brought out the CD, and it was some 41, and it said, all killer, no filler. And I was like, that's when I learned what filler meant. That, that was a turning point in Sam's understanding of words. All right. <laughs> well, we are to the point of the podcast where it's time to uh, go over some questions. I got some questions for you. I got some questions for you. I got some questions. I got some questions. I got some questions for you. Knee solo. Ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sam, why did you choose this? Because I was in a scramble and we were towards the end of the podcast. And it just popped into my brain. Because your brains was eggs. Yeah, my brains was eggs. Uh, what do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Pretty neutral. Didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I knew the vein it was going to be in, but I mean, regarding my judgment prior to listening to it, I I thought it might be easier than some things because a punk is easier for me to handle than metal. Metal. Uh, how many times did you listen to this? Three. I I got my three in as well. Now, when it comes to least and most favorite songs, I really don't know. Um, I kind of just guessed for you. Cool, because I'm in the I'm like, in the same world with you. What? Like I don't know what would be your least and favorite. I just yeah. So they all get scrambled up so f- much in my head. I can't like. And that's the thing too. Like I can't. R- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I barely know what my least and favorite is. <laughs> so, but what do you think? I'm thinking here that. Your least favorite is black and blue. Black and blue? Nope. But I don't remember how it goes either. This is a black and blue sound. Well, I wrote it down. You don't have to play it for me. This is a Lars song. Um, no, it's not. It's that's Molly Hatchet. Mm-hmm. My least favorite song is a uh, Salvation. Oh, that was early on. And that was their second single as well. 
Whoa. Yeah, this is around when you said that you were getting bored with it. Yep. And I understand why, because this is even more mellow now that we've gotten through the album. I think it has maybe picked up in ways and was heavier throughout. Yeah. So yeah, this brought it back down. What do you think my least favorite track is? I have no fucking clue, but I'm going to go with... Uh, don't think too hard. I don't know. The Ballad of Jimmy and Johnny? No, it's okay. bl- it's black and blue. Is it? That's why you said it for me. Uh, well, we'll listen to that section again. <laughs> you don't necessarily need to. There we go. You heard it. <laughs> All right. Um, what do I think your most favorite song is? Again, I have no idea, but I'm going with Burn. Burn? I don't even know what song it is. Let me... Let me let me get a little preview. Well, obviously it's not because I don't even know what it is. So. That's true. I do enjoy this song. Yeah. But it's not my favorite. My favorite, and it's been my favorite for a long time. This is the one thing I didn't have to think about. I just knew. Is it nihilism? Nope. It's this song right here. Sidekick. I love the bass in the intro. I just, I love this line. A midgetless sidekick. My name is Tim. I'm a lesser known character. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous to me. And then it's got some. It's got differences in it. Like when it gets to this part. It's not just the same thing all over and over and over. And the bass player is fucking crushing it. This song. All right. What do you think my most favorite song is? I'm gonna say. Radio. It was. It's not radio. Okay. It was originally Sidekick, but when I heard Burn, I liked it. So if you. God damn it, I should have just thought about what you were saying. Huh? <laughs> That's what I chose for everything. Bass player's killing it on this song, too. All right. So we did it. We did it. That was. That album. But we got some more questions, right? We do. You always get so excited. How old were you when you first started listening to this? Do you know? I think like 17, 18, around there. And how did you originally feel about it as a whole? I think pretty much how I'm feeling about it now. No, you liked it more then, right? Well, I think originally I liked some, and then some was annoying. And then eventually I liked the whole album, and now I'm reverting back to my original thoughts of this album. Okay. That's fair. Would you recommend it today? No. And I wouldn't choose to listen to it again, even though I didn't... It wasn't as bad for me, like I said, than a lot of things that you have played in the past, but I will say that it's not for me. Didn't grab you. No. So, we're done. Now now we're we're finished. And now, what's next? I'm going to go ahead and say, speaking of diabetes, which you did mention a little (laughs) bit ago... (laughs) We're having Zach Broering back on the podcast. Repeat guest, that diabetic fucking hippie. <laughs> and he is making us listen to It's such a weird way of saying it. I, I need to find a nicer way of saying it. But he has provided us with. That is a nicer way. I want to say it like this. He's forcing us <laughs> to listen to. No Doy by Mo. With a period at the end. Mo period. Mo period. <laughs> I, got, I don't like it when a girl has mo periods. I got mo period this month. 
All right, Sam. So we're done, right? We're done. All right. Thanks for listening to us. Tell your friends. Check out our other episodes if they haven't been taken down, which is why you should actually listen to our episodes when they come out before they get taken down and you can't go back and listen to them. Yeah, I still haven't figured out why they're being taken down, but they are. So get on it and uh, tell us what you think. Let us know if you want to be on the podcast. Come back next week. Yeah, motherfuckers. Bye. Bye.